Hey everyone, welcome to this episode of Hello Church. I'm Justin Trapp. And I'm Wade Bearden. And today we're going to be talking about how you as a pastor can address current events in your service. There's nothing like waking up on a Sunday morning or maybe on a Saturday morning and realizing, oh wow, something's occurred in our world and I need to talk about it during our weekend service. It's it's a daunting task and hopefully we'll provide some tools and some ideas that will help you as you work through those uh, those possible uh, hiccups. Yeah, you know, the question is if something happens in, in your world, in your community, maybe in the United States or in uh, across the globe, as a pastor, sometimes you wonder, mm. what, what what can I say? Mm. What am I supposed to say? Yeah. And hopefully we have a few tips that can uh, provide some some guidance for you and, and helping you work through uh, speaking about current topics. So today's podcast sponsored by <laughs> you and I. You, <laughs> yeah, it's on us by, today, guys. By by yeah. us today, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it's so important because as a pastor, you're the pastor, right? You're the, you're leading people, mm-hmm. and uh, so often uh, because of the din, uh, disintegration of authority in our world, uh, people usually go to other places versus their pastor yeah. when these types of issues uh, come along. And as a pastor, you want to be able to step into that and say, "Hey, let me let me pastor the moment. Let me pastor you through this particular." Uh, difficulty, uh, this tragedy, whatever it is. And so we'll talk about that. We're going to jump into our first uh, tip. And uh, I, I think this is probably goes without saying, but it's something we have to remember. Don't feel like you need all of the answers in a single sermon. You don't have to provide a conclusive and exhaustive treatment about whatever's going on in one message. You just you have to provide comfort and a little bit of direction. Yeah, I think empathy goes a long way, right? Mm-hmm. Just displaying some sort of empathy towards what's going on in in our world or what's happening in your community or perhaps at your church. Mm-hmm. And you may not, there's this pressure, I feel like a lot of times for pastors to have like the answers or all the answers. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people aren't looking for the answers. They're just like you said, they're looking for comfort. I remember when George W. Bush on 9-11 addressed the nation, mm-hmm. he, I, I still remember where I was. I was sitting, I was at Bible college. I was sitting in the back middle section. And I was watching on the projector screen. And I still remember him referencing the 23rd Psalm. Hmm. And, um, and I felt like he, he, he really tried to bring uh, comfort to the nation. Mm-hmm. I, I also um, remember where I was when I watched President Obama during the Sandy Hook tragedy mm-hmm. he came and and gave uh he addressed the nation and he tried to pr- provide comfort i mean it was such an awful i can't even they made a documentary i can't even get through the trailer mm-hmm. without tearing up yeah uh, it was so such a terrible thing and um you know i remember both of those speeches and and, and uh, george w bush's speech as well um when he was at Ground Zero. Oh yeah, I remember he, watching that. Yeah, he he was uh you know the speech from the megaphone that may be his most famous speech, but he he was just providing comfort mm-hmm. and confidence, and he wasn't even there to really have all the answers. Like mm-hmm. the, they did the the nation, we didn't have the answers. President Obama didn't have the answers. They were just there to to provide leadership and 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 showcase empathy in that moment for our country. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's. It's sometimes impossible to even know 
to even know the repercussions of a particular event. If someone in your church passes away, uh, you can you can address that. You kind of know it's it's right there. But if something happens like 9-11 or even the COVID-19 crisis, nobody has a way of seeing into the future. You, you couldn't possibly stop and say, hey, because of what happened this last week in, in New York City, uh, our world's going to change and you know we're going to go to war in the Middle East a couple of different times. It was impossible for a pastor to say, hey, we're canceling service because of uh, the COVID outbreak and actually things are going to be pretty wild for the next year. So you don't have to try to do that. You don't have to try to peer into the future. Maybe just say, hey, we we have been through this before as a society. Christians have been through this before, and uh, God's present is here, and and God sees us. Yeah, I, it is funny that you know us as a society this year, whether it be our leaders or pastors, have had these so you know answers, so to speak. Yeah, here's our four step phase plan on oh, yeah. going back and like literally. 2020 has laughed at all of our, you know, so-called mm-hmm. answers and plans. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just been, it's just been an interesting time. Uh, the second tip on preaching on current events is really sometimes when you don't know what to say, you you speak from God's word, mm-hmm. and sometimes there aren't words. You just look to the scriptures. Yeah. Well, we. I, I feel like because most of our sermons are online uh, or on YouTube or or a podcast. Sometimes we could feel the pressure as pastors to say something super creative every single message and to somehow have some sort of new insight that nobody's ever said before. And it gets us in trouble in a lot of different ways. But I think in situations like this, don't try to be cute or creative. Just go go to the scripture and, and look at Psalm 23 or look at a, a similar passage and just say, hey, this is this is what the Bible says. And if, if we let Scripture speak for itself and we find a way just to, just to open it up and to reveal it to our readers, I, our listeners, I think that is so important. And uh, it's something that, that you can do. It could take the pressure off, too, feeling like you are the person speaking when really you're just saying, hey, I'm, I'm just going to explain what Scripture says. Yeah, you're just communicating. Uh, you're sort of the messenger. And, you're, and sometimes people forget, right? If, if Especially if it's a real serious mm-hmm. uh, tragedy in our world or, or maybe at a church, you know, someone passes away. Sometimes people can can get caught up in the moment and be very emotional, rightfully so, and and we can forget on some of those important passages that would be so helpful in that moment. And as pastor, it's it's important that that we you know when I sat there, I thought the president President uh, George W. Bush when he gave that nine eleven address, mm-hmm. I thought. You know, this is good. Like it, it gave it, it like gave us hope, right? He mm-hmm. was trying to give America hope and like, hey, we, we are a strong nation, right? Mm-hmm. But then at the end of his message, he pointed everybody back to the twenty third Psalm, mm-hmm. um, and I in that moment I was like, wow, that that's I needed to be reminded of that. Not mm-hmm. not only was the speech great, but when he brought it back to scripture, reminded uh, me of you know the, the timeless twenty third Psalm. It, it gave me even more comfort in that moment, even as a college student. Yeah, and I think that's important. And then, too, the, the, the next tip, number three, would be to study and work through how the early church handle difficult circumstances. And we certainly see that in Scripture. We see that throughout the book of Acts. We see that in Paul's ministry. He dealt with some incredibly difficult 
times and look at the church and say, hey, this is how they did it. Here's what we can learn. And then also, I think it's so important that instead of viewing instead of viewing Christianity through the lens of of the country of America or the yeah. last 200 years to say, Hey, let's look back at history yeah. and let's watch and, and let's see what Christians have gone through over the centuries. I was reading this last week of, of the incredible persecution, uh, in, um, the, the early three hundreds yeah. and what happened to Christians, uh, they were told to sacrifice, they were told to, to burn their Bibles, and uh, how the church handled that. And then they had to come back later once the persecution ended and said, well, what about the people who denied Christ? Like, how do, like, do we bring them back in the church? Go to those those instances and and look at these wise individuals and say, okay, what can we learn from them? How can we grow? And then also, how can we be encouraged by their faithfulness uh, when they've you know, experienced things that many times for us in our current context were much more difficult. Yeah, I think, you know, oftentimes when things happen in our culture and, you know, there's different events that happen in society, whether they be political Mm -hmm. or racial, a lot of times I think the people are asking, like, how how should the church respond? How is our church going to respond? How as Christians should we respond? And unfortunately, I don't know that we have done a great job at responding to Mm -hmm. certain current events with humility as a church Mm -hmm. but when you look back at the early church whether there's a passage for it or not if you just study history if you just like you're talking about researching what they went through in those times the early church really responded to a lot of current events with compassion Mm -hmm. and sacrifice and humility and i think it's a great those are some great lessons for us to be reminded of when we're wading through these current events. And as a pastor, for you to remind your congregation, yeah. you know, what the early church went through to, to, to get us here today. And so, yeah, well, and before we get into our, our next point, which involves actually, you know, preaching the message and, and what we do about our messages, I'm reminded of, uh, I've been thinking about this last week, but there, there's a parable that Jesus uh, talks about how a father comes to his two sons. It's it's not the parable of the, the prodigal son, but he comes to his two sons and he asks them to do something. And the one son uh, says, sure, I'll, you know, I'll do it. And he doesn't do it. Uh, the second son says, no, I'm not going to do that. And he ends up changing his mind and doing it. And, you know, Jesus is, is there are a lot of layers to the parable. What Jesus is saying is, is it's not just enough to say something we need to back it up in action. And when we're talking about racial justice, when we're talking about these uh, important topics, helping or serving people who are experiencing this pandemic in a way that we aren't, uh, we it's important to, to communicate that and to say we need to do things. Uh, that That's good. We need to do that. But we also need to follow it up with action. So part of addressing current events or preaching uh, on current events is providing a blueprint and saying, hey, we're going to take up an offering or we're going to set up this or that ministry. So I think that's important. Uh, and so the, the last the last tip is uh, sometimes you need to uh, pivot quickly yeah. and you need to change your message. If something big happens, you got to do it. So with COVID, you need to change your message. You, you know, If you're preaching about parenting uh, that Sunday, you, you've got to change that first week. Um, 
And sometimes you need to do that. Sometimes you'll actually be surprised because a message that you planned months ago uh, for that week, it might actually be relevant. I have a funny story, but real yeah. quick, real quick, real quick. When I was a youth pastor, I had planned out my sermon calendar for the year, and there was this one series that we were going to do. It's called The Untouchables, and uh, I had planned it for it in October. And um, like week three of The Untouchables was about alcohol and about, mm-hmm. you know, um, what the Bible says about that. And really for our kids, too, right? Our students and that week, some of our students, some of our core students actually went to, got together and they just, one of them was like, Hey, let's, you know, let's go get some, mm-hmm. get some drinks. They got a little mm-hmm. carried away and they were so embarrassed and angry at me. <laughs> and I was like, guys, listen, it's not my fault. God told me nine months ago, y'all yeah. be doing dumb stuff this week. <laughs> Sorry. But. Uh, no, I mean, that happened to me one time and you, there's, you know, there's some stuff that went on and, and I preached, I was preaching through the book of James and there were some students who were just like, you know, did you, did you preach that because of what happened? And I was like, no, like literally here's my calendar from three months ago. So it's, it's pretty wild. So sometimes you do need to change, yeah. but our fourth tip would be you don't always have to throw out your sermon. You can address yeah. an issue uh, somewhere during service and and really really kind of pass through the moment without saying, hey, I'm going to preach a whole message about this yeah. particular topic. Yeah, sometimes uh, a, a current event that happens doesn't require, doesn't demand an entire sermon, right? Doesn't It doesn't demand an entire series. It, it, it demands uh, an acknowledgment. It asks for an acknowledgement of what's happening in our world, and your people will be grateful for you acknowledging that or addressing uh, what happened. But it doesn't need the entire service. You know, you don't need to rewrite everything, and, mm-hmm. and that's okay, right? Sometimes you can address something and not preach, you know, thirty minutes about it, and, and that's fine. Yeah, and it just kind of depends. Maybe you've preached a sermon series recently where you talked about that topic extensively and then something comes up. And so uh, you need to be cognizant of that. Uh, and you, maybe you just stand up and say, hey, we're, we're going to take five minutes and we're going to pray mm-hmm. because of, of what's going on here. And uh, you know, this saddens us. This is, this is terrible. This is horrible. We want to think about what we can do. We just want to pause. And I, I think I think that's okay. Uh, it might even be that a, a worship pastor uh, pauses during their set and says, "Hey, this is a song, and I really like the words of the song, and it deals with this particular uh, event that's occurring in society." So you can address it even if you don't always preach a whole message about it. Yeah, I was at a church when I was a kid, and I remember one time when there was a really bad wreck outside of the church during service, and someone had, somehow the pastor uh, was made aware of it, and this was before he went up for his sermon, and right before he started his sermon, he said, hey, just so, I don't know if you guys saw on the way in, but it was a really terrible wreck. Hmm. Uh, There's some ambulances out there. I don't know if there's fatalities, but we don't know, we don't have the answers but let's just take a moment to pray. Mm-hmm. And I still remember that. And it was like a very moving moment. Nobody knew anything. We had, mm-hmm. had no answers, just questions, right? And and yet prayer felt appropriate in that mm-hmm. moment. So sometimes, um, you know, just praying together as a congregation is really all you need. 
Yeah, no, I, I think that's great. Uh, we would love to hear your thoughts, listeners, viewers, on how you preach about current events. When something comes up, what do you do? What yeah. have you found helpful? So make sure to comment on our YouTube video, or you can tweet us at Ministry Pass, at Ministry Pass on Twitter. You can even send us an email. We would love to, to hear your thoughts. I appreciate all the comments. Some of them are really funny when we yeah. deal with some funny topics, <laughs> uh, and others uh, provide some really great context for the topic. So make sure uh, to go ahead and do that. And also, as always, rate and subscribe. Uh, if you're on YouTube, ring the bell, hit the bell. If you're on Spotify, if you're on Apple iTunes, uh, make sure to hit the subscribe. And then also, it's really helpful uh, to give us a star rating and type out a review. Yeah, so next episode, we're going to be talking about why you need a preaching team and, and how, to, how to create one, essentially. And if you are subscribed, you'll get that notification when it publishes. So uh, we'll see you next time. See you next time.